Hello and welcome to We the People. I'm Sarah Jacob. 2023 has started off on the right note for India's film industry. The past week has been a turning point for a beleaguered film industry. The Shah Rukh Khan starer Pathan has made history by becoming the highest grossing movie in the world on day one. Even James Cameron's Avatar, The Way of Water, which was released in December 2022, did not get the kind of opening that Pathan did. So it's a spy thriller that's now become the fastest Hindi film in history, also to enter the 200 crore club, adding $6.85 million to its overseas business that's over the weekend and surpassing the $20 million mark in just four days. So the director, uh, Siddharth Anand's Pathan, is now uh, just... uh, no, it's not just about one comeback. I mean, Khan, there's, of course, uh, Shah Rukh Khan's big screen appearance after four years. But there's also Bollywood's relevance, the comeback of Bollywood's relevance in entertaining a post-COVID hit India. This, despite the boycott brigade upping its ante against the film. Now, the boycott brigade consists of right-wing politicians, religious fanatics on both sides and self-proclaimed moral police who claim that this film was an affront to their religious identity. So we're asking tonight and we the people, from boycott to blackout to blockbuster, the audience has spoken. What is the message behind Patan? Joining us on We the People tonight, we have uh, Shrayana Bhattacharya, a development economist and author of Desperately Seeking Shahrukh. We have the image guru, Dilip Cherian, founder and consulting partner of uh, Perfect Relations. We have here in studio, Nazir Abdullah, uh, actor, needs no introduction there, Pralat Kakar, ad film director, and Alok Vats, a BJP spokesperson and former member of the film Censor Board. Shayana, thanks first to you. Congratulations on your book and, of course, uh, the fact that you got to meet Shah Rukh Khan at his <coughs> home to hand him a, a copy. Uh, thank you for joining us on We the People. I want to ask first by asking, you know, you know, it wasn't long ago that everyone was writing these hasty obituaries of uh, Bollywood and talking about a takeover by Southern Indian cinema and OTT content. But Pathan has changed all that. Why is this film important, especially in the context of the boycott culture era that we seem to live in? I've been following fans of uh, Mr. Khan, as you know, for almost 15 years. Um, I've been interviewing them. And the one thing I have to say, I, and you know, you and I probably discussed this offline at points. I've never really believed in boycott culture precisely because of these conversations. And the reason is all these men and women, Sarah, you know, his fan base is cross-class, cross-regional. We're seeing that right now. Um, It's in different parts of the country. They are united, not perhaps in a political statement, but they're united in their love for him. They see him as a very different kind of masculine, a different kind of masculinity on the Indian screen. Uh, they sort of see him as capturing India's you know, economic growth story. His stupendous success is something everyone aspires to. And, you know, I, I have a line in the book where I say, you know, women don't want to marry Shah Rukh Khan. They want to be Shah Rukh Khan. And I think that whole will hold irrespective of, you know, Twitter hashtags and any kind of, you know, call for any form of campaign. It's just pure love and uh, love will prevail. And I think what we're seeing with the success of the film is precisely that empirical claim being tested. And it's heartening. 
All right, uh, Dilip, uh, Dilip Charan, let's ask you our opening question. You had the Information and Broadcasting Minister Anurag Thakur just Friday, this Friday, deploring this boycott culture. He said, especially because it's at a time when India is keen to enhance its influence as a soft power, he said. So as an image guru, what message uh, does or has Pathan sent out this weekend? You know, this movie, uh, let me start with the fun part of it. The movie is not just about, you know, the return of Shah Rukh Khan or the sizzle of Deepika Padukone, but also proving that John Abraham can actually act. Uh, but yeah. I think what audiences across the world are responding to is what I call the old-fashioned Bollywood formula movie. You know, I just spoke to a friend of mine in Germany and here in this little Slavic town, out, way outside any of those big cities, there was one show of the movie and it was packed with Caucasians dancing in the aisles. And she said it was ridiculous. They could only understand what was in the, you know, what was uh, <laughs> in the translations and they were enjoying the movie. So I think movie making in the good old fashioned style, the way Tarka Lagake as only India Masala can do it is, is Proof of our ability to have a, a specific kind of soft power that nobody can occupy. This is India's spot. This is India's space. And anyone who tries to, in a sense, um, you know, paper over it with some kind of, you know, rubbish saying this is not correct. This is not this is anti-national, etc. will not succeed because the fact is that it has taken a long time for Bollywood filmmakers to tap into this into this vein. It's an Indian vein in our blood system. And I think that's what this movie has shown. All right. But uh, Alok Pach, we had recently, we had the BJP national executive and you had the prime minister speak there. And he had a message for all uh, party members and leaders saying, don't speak unnecessarily on issues like films, etc. But... What the Prime Minister is saying, his voice doesn't seem to be going into his own, you know, ministers. You have the MP minister, Narotra Mishra, and he is a repeat offender. And in fact, he's been one of them crucially, you know, pushing for this uh, boycott uh, culture. See, that, that can be once the Prime Minister has said something. After that, Narotra Mishra, whatever he says, that can be his personal opinion, not the party line he's opinion. He's a minister, sir. Okay, but he can't he, be personal but, opinion or uh, he, not party line. Once you hear from the horse's mouth, then where does he stand after that? That can be his personal opinion. But yes, what is happening of late? I hold, since I have been a member of the board, I hold the film censor board responsible. They know the Indian culture. They know the Indian values. Okay. Time and again, there have been movies. I don't remember all those movies, but one starring Amir Khan, then yeah. the other one with the Ravan culture. You know, making Hanuman a very different thing. All this, they know that they should not pass such things. Okay, in this movie, Pathan, you see, the song itself has double-toned meaning and the way they are portraying Deepika Padukone, everything is okay. But our culture doesn't permit all that to be seen in that. So I hold them responsible. Time and again, they have done it. And there should be a very strict... All right. We have some uh, young audience here in our show. Would you respond here to Sir Mr. Vats is saying this is not um, our culture? 
in a sense. Or the censor board has to be sensitive to uh, Indian culture, Indian youth culture, and that includes all Indian of history. Yeah. Yeah, sir is talking about a song, that song named Besharam Rang, you know. That is totally, I don't agree about that, the name Besharam Rang. It doesn't suit. You don't, it I doesn't meant. suit with what? Uh, Meaning it's not offensive? Or it is. She, I think you're saying it is offensive. Yes. You're saying it is offensive. Uh, yeah. Okay. I have something to say. Uh, like you said, uh, our culture is like that. You shouldn't make such movies. But I think art is something which we cannot hold on to. You know, you should do this only particular thing. It is something to experiment with. And whatever you do, uh, you might hurt someone's sentiment. So what to do with that then? Hmm. You, okay, can't, you, can't, you can't portray Ram and Hanuman in a different color and you want the people of India to take it lightly? No. Nobody no, no, will but, tolerate uh, What do you say, respond to Sir saying that, you know, the censor board, once they have cleared it, then yeah. is it in your hands to protest? Or do you take it up? Do you boycott a theater? How would you respond then? No, as a uh, progress Indian, we should be civilized about it and we should not judge it according to or related with our religion. As it is a democratic country, mm. we should be uh, uh, judging it according to what we want to see. We should not be relating it with an individual uh, religion here. Don't relate it to an individual religion. Nazir Abdullah, isn't that exactly what... Uh, you see boycott culture doing specifically with Shah Rukh Khan because there's boycott culture against, there has been against many Bollywood films. But when it comes to Shah Rukh Khan specifically, uh, they are trying to, of course, highlight the fact that he is a Muslim. Yeah, there are many, many things that they are trying to throw at him, including the Deepika episode when she had gone very briefly to JNU a while ago. Mr. Mishra did say something like, and also, besides the color he had a problem with, and some words of the so song, yeah, he said, because she allegedly also, yeah, and he said, also she went. The gang, also a name given by a, a BJP minister. You said it. So they wanted to kill a few birds <coughs> with one stone. Okay, mm -hmm. this also... The, so they were throwing multiple <coughs> charges which had no basis because the truth of the matter is nobody in their right minds would have had that thought. I wouldn't have had that thought and millions of others wouldn't have because there are so many colors in this world. There are seven no, colors of the rainbow. But outfit changes in that same song. That's what I'm saying. Seven colors of the rainbow and there are 29 other colors. There's a turquoise, there's a mustard, there's a chrome yellow... So to imagine all this and to to give a false impression to people, uh, almost actually tempting them to be <coughs> to to feel offended, I just couldn't believe it. But here is the deal: if you go on repeating something for over a week or so, yeah. it even had the uh, impact on me. I was watching after a week or so, and I said, "Oh my God, yes, it is that." Because they've been drumming it into my head. If it had not been brought up. Even Mr. Watts wouldn't have heard about it. The the censor board had to, but you see, that is the problem. The issue is not that. And the the effect of the film has proved the point that they will so, not boycott. The public <coughs> is not stupid and they don't want to think like that. This is a very narrow-minded way to look at because the intention was not there. They are accusing the filmmakers of intending to offend yeah. the religion. You ask the filmmakers if you are... What was your intention? Nobody's asking. Azmal Kasab, when he was arrested, shooting people, they could have hung him immediately. He went through the questioning. He went through Narcona. They found out everything. They could have hung him immediately. But they asked him, hello, who are you? 
who do you work for blah 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 so ask the filmmakers without asking the filmmakers they are jumping to conclusions about a conspiracy people in india making a film in india wanting to demean the religion of india i mean who would in their right minds do that we've come to a stage where you have a film being released but you don't have any promotional interviews also i don't think anybody wants to take a chance because you never know what people will jump at you but i want to ask you that used to be a time when bollywood was seen as a place that existed beyond religious and political differences right it was uh, everybody of all religious hues worked in this industry it was all about That's being an entertainer that so i mean bollywood has also gotten polarized right Well I have been in the industry for 40 years now and I have seen whatever there is I don't know too much but the fact remains there are millions of people working in different departments there is so many departments there is the the camera the costume the makeup the maintenance you name it and there yeah. are there are these very serious well-meaning people working in the film industry and it's very sad to see that it it is under attack because it is a soft target and it's been happening for eons now anything they don't like they slap the people and they say hey don't do and then there is a threat they will break down the movie theater they will stone pelt the place it's terrible do it in advance and my advice is this send a man send a gentleman to the censor board and everything that happens to come he should have a good look at it good look so if there's a saffron color and he thinks it might offend somebody remove it remove do not do this like a sudden attack on the filmmaker hey you did this oh you're anti national you're anti dharma you're out to demean our religion why would they want to they want to entertain and sharukh khan has a dream to be the greatest and all these guys are very nice people ajay devgans amitabh bachchan akshay kumar brilliant folks lovely lovely work they all have done why would they want to shoot themselves in the leg ke ji let's offend hindu dharm i mean are you nuts <laughs> all right but i think you've touched upon a crucial point that there you. are so many livelihoods that are at stake over here yeah, behind I mean, a film huge. right not just about the the star at a time we have prahlad kakkar also joining us mr kakkar at a time when unemployment is at an all time high and you know you have economic growth slowing down this has been a bad year the last year has been bad for bollywood you've had some of the biggest uh, films lal singh chadda uh, raksha bandhan not doing that well that sent shock waves uh, through the film industry is this pathan finally going to infuse a sense of confidence uh, into the industry encourage people to go back to being creative or are they going to stick within the box because they've been burned Well, you know, it's like this. What, what, what do you think trolling actually is, and who is trolling? You know, you, uh, you guys are not asking the right questions. Who's trolling? Who? Why are they trolling? Um, Shahrukh Khan is he the producer of the film? He's not. Is he uh, going to be directly affected if the film flops? He's not. Is his market going to be affected? Yes. But he is only one of the. A few people in the entire team that is going to be painted in a particular color because he happens to be a Muslim or he happens to be a name like Shahrukh Khan. Now the fact is that Shahrukh Khan, as a film star, is hugely popular in this country because he's eventually he's a gentleman. He's relatively non-starry. He's down to earth. He approaches his work. very very seriously 
and it's been three years since anybody has actually seen him on the big screen. So there was a lot of anticipation in watching him. Now, if the film was genuinely horrible or wasn't worth watching, it would flop. Right. It it wouldn't need it wouldn't need uh, trolling or it wouldn't need anybody's opinion of whether it's anti-national or it's anti-Hindu or it's anti-Muslim. I mean, they wouldn't need all that. The film would flop purely on merit. Right. Well, now, everybody's touching upon... Let's talk no, a little bit about Shah Rukh Khan's brand of patriotism. We have Shriana uh, still right. with us. Shriana, you know... No, let me, let, let me tell you something very straight. Okay. The fact is that today, I think the public who was browbeaten into being scared to go to theatres because there was a threat of violence. Yeah. No longer cares anymore. They said, bullshit. We, we, you can't tell us what to do. <laughs> you can't tell us what to wear, what to watch, what to you know, do anything. So the public as such has rejected this whole business of trolling. And I think the trolls have to understand that too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Mm. Too much of a bad so thing. <laughs> too much of a good thing is, you know, they've been successful in Lansing Chatter, they've been successful here, but by, by mm. not because people actually believe whether it's a good or bad thing. You look at Lansing Chatter, when it went on OTT, it was the winner. Everybody watched it for the first one, one month. As long as they didn't have to risk their families going to a theatre and getting pelted with stones. Or oh, that was the threat. Mm. So now, how long can you keep threatening a population of people? That if you, if you go and watch this film, we will burn the theatre, we'll burn mm. you, we'll throw you out, we'll do this, we'll do that. After a while, people get fed up, no? And turn and say, okay, do it, we are Well, oh, all right. I want to go back then to a point you've raised uh, here, Mr. Nazir has raised uh, uh, about uh, patriotism, uh, nationalism on the big screen. Triana, in an era of nationalistic films coming out of the woodwork, what is Shah Rukh Khan's brand of patriotism? Because, uh, and I haven't seen the film yeah, I, for uh, everyone, <laughs> so no spoiler alerts, please. But, uh, you know, I, yeah. it is about patriotism, as totally. you were saying. Uh, like but many how? of his previous films, whether it's Chak De, whether it's My Name is Khan or Dilse, um, what is his brand? You know, I, I'll say two things. I think, the I mean, I won't give away the film for those who haven't seen it. But it is, uh, a, he's always represented a very gentle, a more vulnerable notion of nationhood, of selfhood, of, of a man. You see it um, running through all the films that he's done, right? Um, you know, there's always this kind of fragility to those characters. And I, I think that's the kind of fragility that people have always appreciated, even in his action films. You know, he's done action films in the past as well. Um, or, you know, films where he's playing robots or dawns or, you know, things like that, along with his love stories. And what you see in Pathan is, I think, a continuation of that fragility, uh, believing in complex truths, um, a lot of nuance there about thinking about identity. And I think to me, when you talk about, you know, his brand of, patriotism i mean i i hesitate to claim to save on the health on his brand of patriotism but what i will say is i think he represents economic success and that's a very important part of nationhood as well right how how prosperous are you how well can you actuate opportunities for yourselves and almost every conversation right from that 7 a.m one that i was telling you about at the Pathan screening the first one i went to to you know boys and girls i've interviewed outside mannat 
the one thing everybody always says is that he represents economic aspirations yeah. uh, for yeah. a vast generation of, of Indians. And I think to me, that is his economic success. It's a more layered, complex comment on identity, sure. Yeah. But it's also economic mobility, the fact that he did so well for himself um, without network wealth. That's something yeah. everybody talks about constantly and continues to do so. So he really symbolizes that. I think to me, that's actually a very important part of the story. And I think yeah. for a lot of fans to support that success and to be yeah. part of that story of success, I think that's a very important aspect of their fanhood. Yeah. Uh, and I think you're seeing that outpouring of love after four years that, that he's on screen again. All right. So, um, uh, Dilip Cherian, it's a more layered, it's certainly not as simplistic as, you know, chest-thumping jingoism that we've come to associate with nationalistic films recently, right? So you can have patriotism on the big screen that's not at the cost of someone, uh, not promoting divisiveness or Islamophobia. You don't have to be fighting the other on the screen. I think the big message, Sarah, is the triumph of individualism. In a sense, that is what the essence of Shah Rukh's messaging in all his films is. The person that he is. So he refuses to be ring-fenced into any one definition. And I think, I'll go back to what India's soft power is. India is a bunch of human beings striving to be themselves and aspiration hoping to hell that they will succeed. And that is what Shah Rukh Khan represents. So this aspirationality is what drives people to want to watch it because it is their two hours of feel-good moments yeah. because they feel, if he, so me. And that, I think, is a huge message which can come through in a movie. If, if it can come through in a movie triumphing over every other kind of crass emotion. And I, mm. I'm deliberately using the word crass. All the other emotions are limiting. They're limiting it to yourself and defining the other. As far as Shah Rukh Khan is concerned, he is defining all of us. And that is the universality of attempting to create such characters, which only he can play with the panache that he has. Well, I'm really looking forward to watching this film. But talking about messaging, uh, Pralat Kakar, last question to you. The union, uh, the information and broadcasting minister also had uh, another message. He made a strong pitch for creative autonomy. He said there are adequate safeguards in place, especially for content in OTT platforms. He said there should be no restrictions on creativity. Do you believe <laughs> we've seen uh, OTT platforms really pick up? Uh, there's a lot of business, a lot of uh, the huge economies behind that too. Do you believe the government is doing enough or do they need to do more to back up these words? I think there is a movement within the government now to turn and say enough is enough. You know, and that the censor board is fully equipped and backed by the government as a constitutional body to turn around and decide whether a film is worth watching for general public or not, or whether it's bad for the country or it's bad for people's morals or it's, it's, it's an immoral film or it's, you know, it's got too much sex or it's got too much violence in it. Hmm. Now, if you don't have a board like the censor board, then it's a free for all. Anybody looking in matters. I didn't like it, so I'm <laughs> going to ban it. How can you say that? If you didn't like it, don't watch it. 
That's so, the most powerful yeah. argument of all. If you personally don't me, like it, whenever. put it out there and say, I don't like it and I'm not going to watch it. All right. And but Mr. Marks, we do have a sensor board and they have cleared it. That's what... This is a government-appointed board. See, I don't, I don't question Saruk's, you know, nationalism, what people are saying. He is a good actor. He is the biggest, one of the biggest actors India has produced. But I do question. Just imagine, has they said this thing about Allah and Quran? Mr. What Vats, I'm asking you simply that you have Why a sense of that has been appointed by again. the government. It is they, not someone who can be picked and chosen. This that has been appointed by the government. The censor board so needs the to be disciplined. The censor board needs to be disciplined. Okay. Why only Great. Hindu gods are being targeted? Yes, Has this been said about Quran and right? Allah? There will have been people right. saying, yeah. 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 We are not saying such things. Mr. Watts has a point, but the only thing I want... Why only Hindu gods are being targeted? But I'd like to just say one thing. Here, there is no indication of anybody... Anybody bringing down any of the gods? It's about a color. Have you it's seen about the a color. I've seen it. No. I've seen it. You've not seen the and film. No, I've seen it. I've, I've seen, seen it. The I've seen it. I've seen it. There is no trailer. There is no god. There is no portrait. No, no, no. The way they have portrayed Deepika Padukone is not acceptable. I'm talking about this film. I'm talking about this film. I'm talking about earlier. Earlier. Let us stick on this, sir. In this film, I've seen it. Total nationalism. No offense of any kind to any god of any dharma. Okay, I've seen it. And Sarukh is a very nice, sweet gentleman. He is a gentleman, he's an artist, and he will never do it. And he has done it very stylishly. He's like the Tom Cruise. It's a Tom Cruise film, Mission you Impossible. Know, Amazingly I may agree done. with you completely, no but nobody has to take your or my word for but anything. It's not we the... have a censor board. Yeah, the censor exactly. board has cleared this exactly. film. The censor board is appointed by the government. So I yes, don't need to take your point exactly. of view or your opinion about whether, should, you know, Shah Rukh yeah. Khan is a... So, but they should be in the studio. Hard for you to be heard. So, I want to give uh, Pralat Kakar the last word. Many times, censor board has taken back the film and done. I know when they've been forced. I know because then they're just being forced. Then they're forced. They were forced. They were threats. They were threats to boycott the film. So, they have to do it. It's okay. Thirty seconds to you, sir. But we've understood the message now. Pralat Kakar. Yes. See, if you want to protest about a film, take it up legally. There is a recourse. If, if you think the censor board has not done its duty, then take it legally to court and say that, you know, yes. you decide whether the censor board has done its duty or not. You can't threaten people and say, don't go to the theater, otherwise it'll burn you with the theater. <laughs> that is rubbish. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, at least uh, tonight is a moment of celebration for yeah. uh, the Indian film industry. They're back with a bang. Let's hope that stays that way, certainly yeah. for the economy. Thank you all for joining us on We the People, the show where we believe it's important to speak up, but it's also important to listen. Thank you and good night.